0: Hello and welcome to episode 167 of Fergo on the Freak. I'm that bloke from Rugby League Project, Andrew Ferguson. You can find me on Twitter, at AndrewRP. And joining me as always is the nefarious League Freak. You can find on Twitter, at League Freak. How you going there, mate?
1: Hello, Andrew. That's an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> Just came to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's feeding. I I can't deny that. Um <laughs> I want to let everyone know, this is going to be a quick episode, the timer is already on us, we've done, uh, we've now done 30 seconds of this podcast, we're going to go no longer than 20 minutes, and (laughs) we've actually set an alarm, so um, let's see how we go.
0: Right, 20 minutes, so we're going to look at, um, Peter Volandis has come out and decided that he's now making the rules, like like officially the rules of how the game's played.
1: Yeah, Um, it's pretty cool too. It's like, I I like this idea that he can just change the rules whenever he wants, mid-season, doesn't matter.
0: Who cares? I'll just do it. Um, So he's he's decided to go ahead and push through with this one referee for the rest of the season. Um, He claims, or he cites a, um, what was it, one of those survey things that gets sent out from the NL headquarters full of fluffy questions. We we had to go at one of those last year and and mock the hell out of it for being crap. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, but apparently one of those on the, on there was talking about, you know, do you think two referees is a good idea or not or something to that? And apparently an overwhelming number of people said, yeah, two refs is shit. Um, so he's framed that as the fans have spoken. And as yeah. I've said on Twitter tonight, the fans didn't really speak. What we had was mainstream media constantly hitting us with a barrage of what they think Until we sort of, well, not we, until a large number of people who follow the game start believing what the mainstream media says and the mainstream media gets what they want.
1: Yeah, kind of like when we had one referee and the mainstream media said we had to have two referees. Yeah. And so that happened. And then the mainstream media immediately said we need one referee.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. So Mm -hmm. essentially what's happened is um, Buzz Rothfield now runs the NRL.
1: Yeah, which is pretty good. I mean, like, you know. He's probably geez. on less
0: coin than the uh, than ARLC chairman. So yeah, maybe true. we should just appoint him.
1: You know, sometimes I have to delete a tweet. Sometimes I send them to you. Mm. Um, I wrote a tweet today about how Rugby League is not like a slow race horse. And I tidied it up a bit because... Mm. Uh, I was going to say you can't fix it with a shotgun <laughs> and, a, and a meat grinder, you know. But I thought that that might come across as a little bit harsh on Twitter. So I just toned it down a little bit for Twitter. Because you know what people are on Twitter are like. They're all, you know, unique and delicate flowers.
0: So I thought you were going to say you can't stuff it into a can and feed it to dogs.
1: Well, I ended up saying you can't send it to a, a dog food factory, so that was me cleaning it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that, was, that was some good editing right there. Mm, I um, sometimes,
0: So I think it's pretty clear that everyone knows where we stand on this whole one ref, two ref thing. Um way I see it, the ruck is going to slow down to a halt. The wrestle's going to come back. Um, it's going to be ugly to watch. And everyone who's been bitching about the refs won't be able to come out and bitch and moan about it because this is what they wanted.
1: Yeah, and like... I mean, when the referees are under so much pressure anyway, mostly because the NRL puts them under that pressure, now there are, you know, half as many referees on the field, which is fantastic. And then they give them this other rule where instead of blowing a penalty if there's an infringement in the ruck, they can just call six again, which I don't know how that works if, say, the game's tied and one team is attacking the other team's try line, wouldn't you just rather have six again over and over again if it's towards the end of the game, rather than give away a penalty, like the old penalty style where they could kick for goal? Well, this is what's probably going to
0: happen, is teams will just intentionally give penalties away, knowing that a team team that's behind by two will never be able to have a shot at goal because they'll just be getting a reset of the tackle count So it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. how many penalties the other team gives away, so long as they can defend and keep them out.
1: Yeah, I I just don't understand why we're at this point where people think that, you know, it's like, oh, teams are slowing down the ruck so much. It's a real problem, the wrestling in the game. So let's just stop looking at it. Yeah, I, I must admit,
0: when there was talk about You know, bringing in this six again thing, I was surprised that, um, that, that, um, Buzz Vlandes didn't come out and say, let's, let's make penalty goals worth five points.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, it's as ridiculous as saying, let's have less referees to open up the game. That's for sure. It's, it is so nuts.
0: Um, And I'd like to use the line that a lot of the media used towards Todd Greenberg over his tenure in the NRL, and that is, Flanders doesn't have a feel for the game.
1: No. No, this is the sort of decision that, um, you know, anybody that watches the game and really knows it, and I don't like saying that because there's nothing wrong with sitting down and chucking on the footy and not really caring who's playing or where they are on the ladder or anything. You're just watching a footy game. You don't know all the rules. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Mm -hmm. But I think that if you know the game and you know where it could be and what teams would get away with if they could, this is a really, really bad decision, especially when you consider that we're two rounds into the competition and now we're removing a referee and it's under the guise of um, cost-cutting which is absolutely ridiculous. Like, that's the worst excuse. And it's kind of a a slap in the face to anybody that follows the game. I mean, if you had just said, I just don't like two referees, I'd have copped that more than saying it's cost-cutting. The thing that gets me
0: okay about this cost-cutting excuse is the cost he saved is going to be, you know, the, the ballpark figure is $3 million, why didn't he try and get an extra three million dollars out of the TV rights deal to cover the cost of the referees? Yeah, and the other thing if he's is, he's such to... a good, good money man and whatnot. Three million dollars is
1: not that much. But what about like, oh, we've got to cut some costs. Let's directly affect the product. Let's do yes. it that way. You know what? A, let's just play with twelve players. That'd cut costs. In fact, well, if we true. don't have any players getting paid, they'd save like. $200 million a year. Imagine oh, yeah. how much money the game would have then.
0: <laughs> what? They just go and say, you know, we're just going to take $250,000 off all 16 clubs in their grant.
1: There's $4 million Bang! paid for the refs done. Yeah. I don't get it. I really don't get it. And the thing that's being overlooked is, Oh, cool. We just made a bunch of people that are rugby league tragics in referees. People that love the game, know the game inside out, they train, they work hard, they read that rule book, they know it inside out, now they're unemployed. Good luck, see you later, we don't care about you, on your way.
0: And it's, I assume too, it's not the most expensive referees they're turning away either. No, I can't imagine it is. So it, if, you, if you're trying to save money, why would you keep the most expensive people?
1: Well, and the other thing is, too, like having the two referees, there's so many bad reasons for it. There's, having two referees on the field allows you to blood first-grade referees yes, so much easier. It's the best system for blooding a referee. You know, mm-hmm. you have them run the sideline for a bit, and then they get to be the pocket referee. And then, like, they can, you can have them be the pocket referee for 50 games before they take over as the main referee. And then they've got so much experience, they're not overawed by it. They can control the game. Their fitness is up. Now it's just we're going to throw them in, you know, and good luck to you.
0: Yep. It is so, so stupid. There's nothing about this I like. I, You, you know, know, especially when you throw in the fact that they're, they're really strongly looking at the whole captain's challenge thing. It, it, yeah, seems, it comes across to me like they don't want referees on the field at all, but for some weird reason, they're stuck
1: with them or something. <laughs> You know, that reminded me of a tweet that I saw by Buzz Rothfield where he said they should save money by getting rid of the wrestling coaches at every club. And I I, I just wanted to drink all the alcohol in the world when I read that tweet because that that's the sort of fucking stupid thinking that is being listened to. By the NRL now. It's not just listened to, it's acted upon. Yeah. How nuts what? is it? It's insane. And can you imagine, like, I could just see the NRL saying we're banning wrestling coaches <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, your wrestling coach becomes your Tai Chi coach or something. <laughs> or they become a you know, a trainer or whatever. Well, they just become a defence coach. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I I sometimes I hate the people that run the game, and I think that I hate them more now than I ever have before. I think for Landy's is terrible, and you know what? There's rumours that he's going to do this next broadcasting deal in the middle of the biggest economic downturn in over a hundred years. Why not? And then he's going to leave immediately afterwards.
0: Well, that'd be the one good decision he'd make. But... That'd be,
1: yeah. Oh. Can you imagine if he does was... a shitty TV deal and then That's he the... leaves immediately?
0: There was not even a need to go and renegotiate this now. He only did it because Channel 9 had a fucking tantrum.
1: Yeah. He should have sat down with Channel 9 and said, when we get going again, we expect payment on time. And if you don't like it, I'll go over to Kerry Stokes and I'll talk to his people. Yeah, exactly.
0: But you know, we keep getting told yeah. out how he's a good, a good manager and good money man and all this sort of garbage and a good negotiator. I haven't seen any of that. Yeah, I, I'd like to. I just haven't.
1: I, you see, yeah, uh, you see, big league magazine not being done this year.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting. Um, I spoke on Twitter with. Maria Cialis, I hope I pronounced your sound correctly, um, who was the um, the chief editor or editor-in-chief. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, is there any chance that the NRL could buy the, buy the magazine mm-hmm. and then they could keep it running as the official NRL, you know, program that they produce? Mm. And her response was, the NRL owns a license. They just pay News to produce it.
1: Yeah, that, I, I thought that was the case.
0: Um, which just means if News have decided to to put it on hold, I can't see any reason why they would bring it back.
1: No, especially that, these days. Like, I mean, they'll see it as a, you know, they'll, they'll obviously do the sums on it, but they won't want a competitor that, they don't own. Like, they could start their own ma- rugby league magazine, you know, next year. If they, and, I, look, I think magazines are on the way out anyway. But, uh, you know, the game won't have big league this year. We've lost rugby league week a few years ago. It's kind of sad. Yeah. It now
0: leads um, rugby league review magazine as the last probably major rugby league magazine in, in Sydney now. Yeah. And uh, yours truly rights for them? Yep. There you go. I've got on the right horse in the end.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's so weird. It's like, you know, things change. You've got to get used to change. Because if you don't change, you're standing still. And if you're standing still, you're going backwards compared to everyone else. But, man, I... I really worry sometimes about, and rugby league's in a good place. You know, it's got heaps of money. It's not like it's underfunded like it used to be. But uh, you know, the product's good when when dickheads aren't tinkering with it. Well, that's the thing, and like another rule change.
0: Yeah, and again, it's another rule change that didn't need to happen. The Mm -hmm. rule changes—I would argue that the rule changes this year have been—and the ones that they've you know, been looking at have been the worst ones I've ever looked at. We've got the twenty forty kick, which immediately punches good defense. Yep. Just utterly stupid. The ref's challenge. And now this garbage they have brought in today, you know, one referee and this body, six tackles thing instead of a penalty.
1: Just And they go, they're going on and on about like, oh, we've got to open the game up. We've got to open it up. This is going to be the best thing for any defensive coach. You know, yeah. and and, t- and I st- I wrote an article today. I said that uh, the likes of the Melbourne Storm, and I'm not picking on them, but the likes of the Storm and the Roosters, the teams that are more defensive oriented, and that back their defence more than their attack, man, this is just going to be beautiful for them. It really is.
0: They're going to absolutely just thrive under this. Good luck what's, beating
1: them. What's that alarm going off at your place?
0: Yeah, there's a, an iPad in another room, and it's got an alarm set for 11.50 for some reason. <laughs> Why? Yeah, that's I so I don't weird. know. Uh, I fear it's probably going to keep going until someone turns it off. Probably. <laughs> given I'm the only one awake.
1: <laughs> well, you know, we have four and a half minutes left to do this podcast. Four and a half so, minutes left? Yeah. What can we, we talk actually-
0: we might actually get this done within the twenty minutes. I reckon. I did I mock
1: think... the. I did mock the concept before the sh- before the
0: episode started.
1: Yeah, this would this this would be our second shortest podcast that we've done. Yes. And um, we'll be
0: hard pressed to beat the shortest one.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should try and beat it one day though, like really rush it. That's
0: almost a lovely sound, isn't it? It we is. Just, listen to, we just listen to that for three minutes.
1: It's kind of soothing. It's kind of soothing.
0: Which is oh. kind of defeats the purpose of being an alarm, really, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I, and we were talking about this before the podcast. Um, the alarms are too soothing these days. I need an alarm that sort of punches me in the face. Yeah.
0: You want that 1987 Phillips bedside alarm radio, clock radio, it just goes.
1: Uh, 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 uh. for like 25 minutes (laughs) yeah that either sounds like an alarm or a really bad porn yes it's a bit of both (laughs) it's a bit of both oh man well have we got any shout outs to do or anything oh we've got some really long emails we're going to have to do them on the next podcast because they're like massively long like we might have to do whole podcasts on these suckers they're that long
0: that sounds good. That can be our next podcast episode. Yeah.
1: Then. Yeah. Just reading emails. So if you've got an email, send it in podcast at dot com. Yeah. We'll, we'll read
0: them out on air. Um, make sure you check out league freaks. Patreon, patreon.com uh, forward slash league freak. Yeah. And, I'll, uh, I'm putting donated, up. Yeah. As I said, you donate some coin on there and he'll, he'll put you up on his uh, website on his homepage.
1: Yeah. It's pretty cool. What I did, I, eh? yeah. Um, Also, check out patreon.com forward slash RL project because the digitization of rugby league history and statistics is very important to all of us. And that is what donating to patreon.com forward slash RL project contributes to. That's Andrew's work. Andrew's fantastic work. I used it today. I credited it. George. As you do. George. I've even been having a uh, had a
0: conversation prior to our podcast today with the Rugby League International Federation
1: about sharing some okay. of the data over there. So there you go; it's important info. Yeah, it's getting used by. I mean, it it gets used by everyone. So if you can contribute to to it, just do it because it's. I think it's the most important rugby league website on the internet. Quite honestly,
0: I agree. As far Damn. as data goes and information, absolutely.
1: But they're if you want a, if you want an opinion on this one, eh? if you if you want some of
0: the opinion, best opinion in the on the internet, you go to leakfreak.com. dot com. I'd agree
1: with that. Yeah. You can look up some articles by Andrew on there.
0: Well not well, there's there is one history one on there I think, but uh sorry, one, one opinion one, the rest are all history.
1: Oh yeah, the the opinion could fall on too. <laughs> we reread that last year. we were like, oh shit <laughs> so, someone was a little fired up at the time. Yeah, that was like, that was the sort of anger I only knew during the Matthew Elliott era. I was like, man, I know this feeling. <laughs>
0: yes, that was, um, I'll tell you what, if you want to find it, we're not
1: going to give you any clues. You just have to go through and click all the links on his website to try and find it. Yeah, and there's not many on the front page. No. Is there, is, how many websites have more clicks or links on the front page than my one? Man, uh, I you've,
0: got. You've, You've got more homepage links than what I do on my one. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a fucking effort, let me tell you. Yeah. I'm, mine becomes just an absolute rabbit warren after the first click. <laughs> yeah. You go click, yeah, yeah. holy shit, where do we go now?
1: Yours has more layers, which and like when oh, I yeah. say layers, it might have like a million more layers, and that's not even exaggerating.
0: No, that's very much underplaying it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know what? We've gone close to twenty. Oh, we have did twenty minutes now.
1: Yep. There we go. You there hear that? Is.
0: That so. was that was the noise. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, follow us on Twitter at FergoFreakPod. Pod. Follow us on Instagram at FergoFreakPod. We're on YouTube. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. Um, Freak's got the email. <laughs> He's got the buzzer. Lovely.
1: That's fucking annoying, eh? We should just have that as the uh, theme music at the start. It's just you playing a beat with that noise. Yeah, that would be cool. It's better, by the way, on uh, Chasing Kangaroos podcast, they started their last podcast, and it was the sound of somebody calling someone else. So I'm listening to it, right? And I think that I'm calling someone by accident, and it scared the hell out of me. (laughs) That's brilliant. I can't believe it. We need
0: to do a bit of that stuff. No. Alrighty, thanks for tuning in everyone and we'll catch us all next time.